0: Hey, what's up? What's happening? It's your girl, Dr. Carmen. I am a licensed psychologist in the state of Florida, where I counsel uh, clients who have depression, work stress, anxiety, life transitions, performance issues, and other issues like that, the day to day. So, it's been a while. I know I haven't been talking to you guys much because a lot has been going on, but I thought I would come to you because this topic keeps coming up in the last couple of weeks. So, I know there are more people out there who need help with this issue, and I wanted to make some suggestions about how you can handle it. So As you're hopping on, say hello. I'm having some difficulties with the camera. Um, Say hello, tell me how you're doing. Tell me where you're watching from. I love to know that or what time zone you're in. We are on Eastern Standard Time in the state of Florida, as I said, on the Gulf Coast side of the peninsula. So that being said, tell me if you have some of these symptoms are you feeling like you're a failure or having some self doubt are you feeling helpless and trapped and defeated are you feeling detached or feeling like you're alone in the world are you feeling a loss of motivation or increasing increasingly cynical or negative outlook on the world are you feeling a decreased sense of satisfaction and a sense of a decreased sense of accomplishment if you said yes to most of those you might be suffering from burnout yeah, you might be suffering from burnout. I'm hearing that a lot. I know that people are having to wear multiple hats, being more pressured to get it done, get it done fast, and um, just do all the things and feeling unappreciated. So, you know, if that's you, raise your hand in the comments. Um, let me know. If you have had these feelings or these symptoms of burnout, let me know. Maybe it would help you a little bit more to talk about examine um, whether or not what job burnout is what is what does that mean job burnout, you know, especially some folks who are have been in the workforce, a long time. you know, over 30, 40, 50 years. I know there's been a lot of changes from, you know, you worked a job until you died, you worked your way all the way up till you got your golden parachute. But, you know, others of you can tell them that it just doesn't work that way anymore. Um, Some of you have been saying there's no company loyalty anymore. So why should I be loyal to a company? Others of you feel like you should be paid what you're worth immediately out of the gate from your certifications, from your education, etc. So what is job burnout? Job burnout is a special type of work-related stress. It is a state of emotional and and or physical exhaustion that also involves a sense of reduced accomplishment as we said in some of those symptoms. It also involves a kind of a loss of personal identity. Now, we used to talk about this more with people who were getting close to retirement, especially males who were getting closer to retirement, because in the past, men tended to identify more with their work than you know, their personal life or whatever they've got going on outside of work. So it was very hard for them to stop work retire and then know who they were afterwards because they didn't have a sense of purpose they didn't have a sense of accomplishment anymore outside of the work now we're getting to the point where it's happening to people while they're working and that's why we're doing the symptoms so that you can recognize it for yourself and also defining what burnout is so I want to talk to you about how to recognize three different types of burnout and how to make them better, how to navigate them better so that um, you don't have more difficulty. So you won't wind up in my office because you've become depressed and anxious about the burnout. Make sense? Comment in the comments if that makes sense to you. Again. Um, I will, you know, I'm looking for the comments. You can let StreamYard know that it's okay to broadcast your comments and I will put that up there. Um, so um, let me know, let me know what what you're thinking, what you're feeling, um, but you do have to give them permission to post your comments so I can see them and answer you back. Otherwise, once the broadcast is over, I will go back and address your comments and your questions so there are three different types of burnout um it's natural for energy levels to fluctuate from day to day but full-fledged burnout can undermine your happiness and your career i you know work with some people who you know they've gotten so burnt out that You know, it could affect their motivation to to complete their work task. It could affect their motivation to get up and go to work. It can um, affect their productivity. So that's what we want to avoid. We don't want you getting clinically depressed and anxious and stressed out in that way. Um, Take a look at the different kinds of burnout there are. the first one is coping with overload. So you might be having this type of burnout if you are typically pushing yourself to the point of exhaustion at work. Um, raise your hand if you know that's something that you do. You may also be prone to complaining about office policies and practices that seem to hold you back. So the cure, if you will, the fix, if you will, for that would be first to set reasonable goals, be realistic about what you can do and about your schedule. So calculate what it will take to complete a project before you commit to it, learn to say no graciously, anticipate what additional resources you may require and ask for them before you need them. You know, a lot of times people just go along, go along, go along, and then they hit a wall. And then at that point, it might be too late because maybe you have a deadline going and you didn't ask for help to complete the project or to revise, edit the project, or take suggestions, whatever you might need, or for other resources to make the project work better. Um, so set reasonable goals and be realistic about your capacity and your schedule. Number two fix for coping with overload is to focus on solutions. So even if your conclusions are valid, chronic complaining may darken your mood and drive people away so propose constructive alternatives when faced with challenging a challenging situation the key here is if you're constantly negative nancy or negative norm nobody's nobody's here for that nobody is here for that person that's just going to come sit in your office and whine 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 however if you can say this is the issue i'm having what do you propose? What's up, Jackie? Thank you for stopping in. Um, yeah, Jackie, you knew where your limits were. And you you knew how to help yourself better with that. Yeah. Healthy and retired is the goal for all of us. Definitely. So um, she says work overload was real. Thank you for the hearts, guys. That That's the platforms know that you value what I'm giving you for free here um, so that they will share me out and more people can hear that message and if you want to share me out I would appreciate that as well let me know if you share I'll give you a shout out so again don't be the negative Nancy or the negative norm ask for possible solutions ask for creative um, ways to manage the overload from your co-workers if you can instead of just complaining about all the work that the boss is putting on you um complaining about the company etc cetera, etc cetera. let's find solutions don't focus on the problem be solution focused that will keep you less stressed out that will keep you less depressed that will keep you less anxious so that is the cure for that number three for curing the overload is review your accomplishments personally i think that should be number one because when you get bogged down and overloaded and you start feeling like you know i'm failing at this i'm not succeeding because i'm not getting the project the task done on time the project done on time i'm behind the gun they're mad at me because you know, I didn't get it all done or it's, you know, shoddy work. Sometimes that happens. So thank you for sharing, Jackie. I appreciate you. Um, If you are, you know, in that mind frame, it's hard. It's really hard to be focused on the solution. So first of all, you need to keep front of mind, even write it down, put it on your computer screen, your monitor these are the things that I've done. I successfully um, generated this amount of income into the company. I successfully managed, led X number of projects on time, under budget, whatever it is. Or, you know, I got recognized as employee of the month. I got recognized, I got a special bonus because I did so great on this, this, and this i am capable that's what that signals to your brain i am capable i can do this i am accomplished and i can figure out how to manage my workload so again review your accomplishments like i said make a list put it on your um some sticky notes on your actual computer or put it on um a sticky note on your monitor, what you've done, so you can be front of mind that I'm capable. I am excellent, I am an achiever, I am a doer, I can accomplish things. And you can remember that when you're feeling more challenged by your workload. The fourth thing under overload is working on your personal life. Uh, This one comes up quite a lot, folks, and I always tell my clients, what do you have going on outside of work work cannot be your only thing so have some other ways of having fun have some other ways of feeling accomplished connected tuned in to combat the work stress that is very important if you're going to work and your work is your source of socializing your source of income that's gonna be very very hard if that's all you do and I understand folks because I know some of you are working two three jobs and you don't have a lot of time for a personal life but what I'm saying is it is important to have some time to have some fun to socialize to um, do things of value and meaning outside of work volunteer or you know doing things at church or synagogue or, or however you, your spiritual practice goes those things are important having some friends and loved ones in your life that you can interact with and that can help to mitigate or relieve some of the stress of work. So those are the key things, engaging spiritual practices, strengthen your relationship, take up a hobby, have a fully rounded life. So the second area where you might be experiencing burnout is boredom. Yeah, I said it. I know we don't like to talk about that a lot because especially for those of you who work remotely, you want to be seen as being productive. But maybe you're bored, maybe the work isn't challenging enough for you in the right ways. So, um, you might be feeling like you're just coasting at work, or um, you might feel like you're vulnerable to criticism or cynicism, um, and try to avoid difficult issues or try to avoid more challenging tasks because you're bored. So, the first thing to do to fix this or cure this is to tackle a challenge. Volunteer for a demanding assignment. Pick something that will give you a chance to acquire a new skill, new knowledge, um, and take that on. The second thing is to look on the bright side. I'm not talking about any Pollyanna kind of stuff or I was having this conversation the other day, but we won't go into what toxic positivity is, but I'm not suggesting that you engage in toxic positivity. What I am suggesting is that you reflect on the positive qualities of the people and events that you encounter. Remind yourself of all the wonderful things you have to be grateful for. So in one word, basically exercise some gratitude gratitude gets you a long way just like having some meaningful activity outside of work helps you to lower your stress and helps you to manage things a lot better so going at it with gratitude what are the benefits that you get from working with the people you work with maybe you love your working with your colleagues maybe you love the collaborative environment or maybe you love the fact that work allows you to flex time so you can work from home sometimes and work in the office sometimes or maybe you love the benefits um, that come with the job for you to be able to go back to school and learn a skill or to be able to um, do new things and stretch yourself what are those benefits they're different for everybody so look at the positive, what do you have to be grateful for about this particular job. So trying to think of, you know, some other ways that you could exercise that gratitude, because I know sometimes when you're in the middle of the burnout, it's hard to pull that up. That's why you need to make a list when you're in a good place, in case you get into one of these burnout modes or stressed out modes. So It could be the fact that you were able to establish yourself and become a department head. Maybe there's a lot of leadership opportunities at your job. Maybe it's the fact that you have a manager who is willing to mentor you and support you. So you feel like in this job that you have the ability to level up. So think about the benefits, think about what you have to be grateful for, not just at work, but also at home, also uh, with your friends, et cetera, that will help. Third thing is socialize more. Again, I understand if you're working a lot to make ends meet, but find ways or pockets that you can socialize, even if it's only an hour once a month, whatever it is. Or maybe you'll combine that socialization with some exercise and movement. Find ways to socialize. Again, socializing usually leads to more pleasurable experiences, which again, can lower your stress, lower your burnout, increase your satisfaction and sense of meaning. So socialize more develop a more sense of purpose, especially if your job consists of a lot of routine tasks and just concentrating on what you do to help others can mitigate that. It can brighten other people's day if you're focused on being supportive and social. And number four, communicate directly. Train yourself to address conflicts head on. Conflict is not a bad word. It's just an opportunity to clear up some disagreements or um, areas where you're not aligned with the other party. So be tactful when you say what's on your mind, but manage the conflict. Um, Get to a compromise. Don't let it linger. Don't let it fester. Communicate clearly what you need. You know, I need more support or I need. more supervision to help me level up or i need more clear information to help me complete a task or you know it would be helpful if the other members of the team actually you know did more of the research so i'm not doing it all myself at the last minute those kinds of things what do you need what is causing the issue how can we solve the issue again focus more on the solution unless less on the problem. And the last area where you could be having burnout is coping with being worn out. So if you have worthy goals, but find it difficult to achieve them, this might be your issue. Ask yourself if your motivation sinks when you encounter barriers and stress. If that is you and this is your area of burnout, plan ahead. Take the long view when you're starting a project. Picture the typical obstacles that you'll likely meet along the way and be prepared to address them. Figure out who you can contact for your expert advice or where you can locate additional financing. You guys, my ear piece just cut out. Can you let me know if you can still see me and hear me by putting some eyes and ears in the comments? And while you're doing that, I'll check to see if I have any other comments to follow up on. Again, remember if you're just joining, to um, give StreamYard permission to post your comments, and um, that way they'll pop up. So, second thing is, Develop relaxation techniques. Okay. Number one for stress and anxiety is developing some relaxation techniques. And the more that you practice them, the easier it is to go from an anxious state or a highly stressed state to a more relaxed state. Don't wait until you're in the middle of the situation to practice your relaxation skills. Practice them when you feel good and when it's easy. And then when you're in, Those stress points or stressful moments, it will be easier for you to activate that relaxation response. Um, So, rely on methods that dissolve tension for you. Know where you hold your tension. If you hold your tension in your jaw and you're a grinder, if you hold them in your shoulders or in your back or some people in your neck, know where it is because then you need to pay attention to when that tension is creeping up in your body wherever it is or maybe you get more headaches when you're tense or maybe you get more stomach aches when you're stressed out pay attention that is the time that is your body telling you hey you need to take a moment to breathe you need to take a moment to relax listen to some more relaxing music take a time out 10 15 minutes to do a guided meditation, to bring down the anxiety, bring down the stress. That's what your body's telling you. So be tuned into that so that you can counteract being worn out. A 15 minute, 20 minute meditation can actually hit the refresh button for you. You As if your body were a computer, you can hit the refresh button, clear out all the background noise and junk that is You know, clouded up your computer screen or your mind. Get back to the business of doing what you need to do during your work day or even during your off times, because a lot of times people tend to take that stress from work to home. You still need a cooling off point or to do your relaxation so you don't make it spill over into your home life. So, the final thing is to renew your motivation. Give yourself periodic reminders of why work is important to you. You may discover multiple sources of gratification, including supporting your family and contributing to society. You only need a few whys. That's the key. I know some of the jobs that my clients have that make it difficult to find the why. So even if it's to keep a roof over your head or to keep some gas in the car, find your why. Because I go to work every day, I can blah, blah, blah. You know, maybe I can have extra money to send Susie to dance school or to pay for Johnny's um, trip, his freshman trip or something like that. What is your why? What makes it important for you to do what you do or to continue with the work that you do if it's not your dream job so i hope those tips helped i hope you understand better how to um improve things when you are feeling like you're burnt out if you got some value out of that drop some hearts in the comments and let me know again if you've got value there's probably other people who need to hear this message so go ahead and share that out go ahead and give me some hearts so um, the platforms can know that this is an important topic to share with other people or to present to other people because they will share it if they see that you guys value it so and that's the talk today uh, we are still figuring out the schedule, the new schedule for this. And um, we are also still figuring out the schedule for the podcast. Um, I know I had been doing uh, one a week. Um, I need some help from all of you on the topics that you would like me to talk on in the future here and on the podcast. And I need to know what specific issues you guys have been struggling with that I can help you with in my education and expertise as a psychologist. We are not gonna provide any therapy on here, but I can provide some tips and tools for you to use. The therapy time is for the deeper work, the one-on-one journey to better health. So we can't shortcut that, but you get a taste of what that might be like in a deeper session with our little brief sessions here. So, thank you again for joining me. Thank you for the love, Jackie. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye bye.